This is another episode of Shades Midweek, a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. My name is John Mark Perot. I'm inside Four Stream Studios on a Wednesday afternoon here with my good friends Jonathan Hafes and Brad Brown. How goes it? It's going great, man. But you know, I really think that the the people, the people at home are struggling with a question, John Mark. Mm-hmm. They're struggling with this question. Why, for the first time in history, mm. was there no Shades Midweek episode last week? That's what the people are asking. That's a great yeah. question. And I and I did get encountered by a number of people on Sunday morning yeah. about this. So and many emails. We've got Grant, so many Grant emails. Primo, just overwhelming. Grant overwhelming. Primo, just to name one, was furious. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as he should be. As he should be. And, and so he asked me, he was like, what happened? I was in the gym on Wednesday and I... Looking for a podcast to listen to and open up my iPhone to f- see if Shades Midweek. I mean, surely they're going to have an episode. There's got to be something. They deliver every week. Every week. Just the best content ever. That, you know, those are his words. You can count on the sun rising and you can count on Shades Midweek. Yeah, That's consistency. But he said I was disappointed because I didn't see an episode. And I had to tell him that we actually did try to record an episode last week. And it's about true. About midway through, I mean, and this was a fire episode. I mean, <laughs> while we were doing I it, even. I was like, this is gold. <laughs> I mean, as I was speaking, as the words were coming out of my mouth, right. I was thinking, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I went to the computer. It turns out there was a setting that I had accidentally changed, and uh, we recorded none of it. None of it. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but just like the famous Tenacious D song, oh, yeah. it was the greatest podcast in the world. <laughs> That's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great it's rever- a generational deep cut. <laughs> Great reference there. Also want to shout out my oldest son, Moses, is behind the boards today yeah. for the first time. He's engineering the podcast. He's, mix- yeah. he's mixing for us. He's mixing and making sure that things are running solid in there. So yeah. thank you, Moses. Because for- his dad couldn't do it last time. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I got fired and replaced. <laughs> exactly. No, no. Um, but we, we we do plan to re-record that episode. It won't be. It won't be what it was. We all know that. Yeah. We can all acknowledge that. We can't go back. But uh, but we do plan to to re-record it. But that's going to have to be next week because we have something else going on this week. But before we get too deep into that, two last things to say. One is uh, I was thinking when you were saying how disappointed Grant Primo was, I was like, if he's looking for another episode this Wednesday, he's going to be disappointed because... Because <laughs> it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, and we're just now getting to record. Normally, we record on Tuesday afternoons, but sometimes we have to mix it up. Hopefully, That's I'll right. get to edit this thing and put it out right after we're done yeah, today. So, oh, wow, yeah. So we'll see what happens. Grant, hopefully you didn't go to the gym until after work. Um, but so that, and then... You know, one of the main things that people are starving for, J.M., is because there was no episode last week, they didn't get a J.M.'s album of the week. That's right. And so we need to deliver on our promises. So here's this week's J.M. Al- J.M.'s album of the week. J.M.'s album of the week. All right. This, this week, the album is from Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams. That's right. Uh-huh. Ryan Adams, he hasn't put out a record in a while, and he put out a well, record. Wh- why, is, why is that, Jim? I, I don't want to talk <laughs> about that right now. We're just talking about the album. That's not what we're discussing here today. <laughs> he uh, put out a new record at the end of 2020, and it's called Wednesdays. It's incredibly sad. Um, it's a singer-songwriter f- vibe, very Bob Dylan, Neil Youngish. Um, 
It's awesome. And do you it, like it more than Prisoner? Uh, it's different. It's way more mellow. Okay. Uh, Prisoner was, I felt like he was really getting into like electric guitar and yeah. kind of rocking. Yeah. And this one's a lot more acoustic. There's a lot of piano, uh, some steel guitar, stuff like that on it. Okay. Strings. Okay. There's a lot of, there's some strings on oh, some songs. Wow. But it's a very intimate album. Um, songs about like loss and failure and family and addiction and all that kind of real light stuff real yes. light stuff yes so it's, it's appropriate that that would be your album of the week uh on the week we record on a wednesday right and mm. yeah exactly oh, very so fitting. the album is titled wednesday all right go out and buy that cd <laughs> <laughs> go out and go out to your local sam goody and go to the mall and buy a 25 dollars cd be sure to pick it up <laughs> wow 25 dollars you're you remember, right remember when cds at sam goody were so expensive does I know. any <laughs> store like that still exist fye any of those things like fine, i think like, they all closed fye closed down here in birmingham oh wow so, I tragic mean, they still have cds at i guess at target and best buy you know what's still rocking and rolling what? vinyl stores vinyl stores. Mm. yep, yep. So, yeah, that's James' album of the week. All right. Well, awesome. Well, without any further ado, the reason we adjusted our schedule a little bit this week is sometimes we have to do that whenever we're wanting to bring in somebody for an interview because we got to work with more schedules. And we have got to work with their agent and everything. Yeah, yeah. And we have a very, very special guest, someone who we've been wanting to have on the podcast for, I don't know, ages. Eight, just years, you know, before we knew we were going to do this podcast, we wanted mm-hmm. to do a meet a member episode with Victor Garnier. And he's Hello. here. Yes. Thank it, you. Live. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank in you. This four, is not a recording. In four stream studios with our Thanks. with our socially distanced live audience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. They're so far away. Behind the plexiglass, but clapping. <laughs> That's right. I it's mean, beautiful. Let's get to it right now. You got a Buccaneers hat on. You're ready for this playoff game Great coming up. Tampa Bay. <laughs> you're you're a lifelong Tampa Bay fan, I hear. Uh, right? Or for for a while anyway. Prior, just prior to Last their <laughs> ascension. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Prior to their ascension to the Super Bowl in what 2006? Yeah. Or so. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. How, how did that happen? Well, defense. In short, no, not how did they get to the Super Bowl? <laughs> how, how did he become <laughs> a Buccaneers? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Warren Sapp, man, great, great running. <laughs> all, all, the, the last era of halfbacks. I do. Yeah. Hear, Mike I Alstott. do hear that running Mike is something Alstott. in football. That's right. that is something you do. Mike Alstott, yeah. dude, he was like a big fullback, right? He was, he was a beast, a beast. Um, Who was the quarterback for that? I believe team? Dilfer. That's right. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> Trent Dilfer. Throw wow. Which he was, he just he, you know, he was just in there, just kind of a manager. Yeah. He was wasn't manager. obviously Tom Brady. Game manager, For right. all of you but. who are listening and are really disappointed that this is not a meet a member episode, just <laughs> yeah. I just want y'all to know I'm Welcome just as bored and lost as you are. Like I have yeah. no, break. Just, I have yeah. no idea what's Shades happening right now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, no, I think I was middle school and didn't really follow football much until kind of then, and uh, lived in Tampa. For a time, so always kind of had an affinity for that. It's like a second or third home, probably third. Second is Detroit because I actually have family there, and also had a historical affinity for piracy. So <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders were not, and they were interestingly enough, 
they were facing the Raiders, right? Which they're oh, yeah. another pirate team in the, right. in, the, in, the, in the NFL. However, they're just always dirty yeah. to me, mm. it, which which is, you know, that's why people love them. Yeah. Well, my stepfather, uh, we had just moved in with him because my mom and him had married, what, 2002, I think? Um, anyhow, he was a Raiders fan, and that was the year that Buccaneers played the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Have well, you heard have you heard Jim Gaffigan's bit on pirates and letting our children dress up as pirates? I I, I cannot repeat remember. the content for Shades sure. Midweek because there may be children listening along with their parents, but uh if you haven't heard that bit you should go you should go look it up. It's fantastic. But I'm sure it's great. Dude, so you just talked about Detroit, Tampa, like all, all of these places that are a part of your history. Yes. So I'm going to use that as a perfect segue into that. You've obviously got a very interesting story, and that's what we want to hear. Mm. Uh, at least part of what we hear want to hear on this Meet a Member uh, episode. So tell, sure. Start out just by telling us a little bit about how you grew up, where you grew up, where all you grew up, right. all of those things. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. All at once and none at all. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I will say, at the gate, I have you know. In some form, we all deal with ADHD or ADD. So that's what I have. So if I start going off into one of the four streams that we <laughs> have available, please feel free to reel me in. You're, you're um, in good company. Yes. But uh, so once again, in short, grew up in Montgomery, Alabama. Is that where you were born? Yes. Okay. Born and partially raised, I'll say that. Um, grew up in Montgomery, moved around. I got my mom, two sisters. Didn't know my dad, um, so it was just us for a while. Moved Are around. Are you the oldest? Or? I am the oldest. Okay. Two younger sisters. Um, I think there's it's three, two years between me and the middle, and then three years between me and the, the baby. Um, and they've been here before, Shades. Oh, cool. You, you, you probably remember vaguely. Um, but, yeah, so Montgomery and then had family in Detroit where my aunt uh, – my mom's sister, obviously. Uh, my aunt moved to Detroit after marrying a minister at, while at University of Alabama. Mm-hmm. They went up there, and he was the son of a minister who had found a big church up there for a while down in the E-Course area, which is downriver, if you, you guys know. But if you don't, that's fine. It's only for <laughs> Detroit people. Uh, and so... Summers, some winters, I would go up there and about probably like a year, maybe a year and a half, I lived up there with them. And um, it, so, uh, to, and two older cousins, a uh, boy and a girl, Jonathan and Maria. And then at some point moved back with my mom. And at that point we were with, like me and my sisters have different fathers. So we were with their father in Florida and St. Pete. Actually, yeah, I know where St. Pete is. Yeah, and so about five years down there, and then came I mean that's back. not that's not far at all from Tampa. No, right across the bridge. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and let me actually, what was it? No, we li- we we lived in Tampa then. Uh, I'll come back. We lived in Tampa then. Um, came back, finished out like elementary into middle school, high school. Finished out high school in Montgomery, and then. Um, graduated and didn't go to college, but instead to the Coast Guard. And uh, the Coast Guard kind of traveled the same circuit, 
boot camp in New Jersey, outside of that, Camp May, New Jersey, and came out and went back on a 210 cutter, which is a 210-foot ship, you know. So once again, like I said, affinity for piracy. <laughs> if, uh, but, but, you're on the, but you're on the opposite <laughs> team you're the when you're guy. the Coast Guard. If, if I didn't make you're, it. You're hmm. anti-piracy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that, was, that was the only way I could see it. I, I thought know. about saying that growing up, I too had an affinity for piracy, but that's just because I loved free music. Mm. But that's a totally different kind of piracy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. It was legal when I did it. When, yeah, yeah, at it the time. Legal. At the time. <laughs> so, but did that and got on the ship down there, and that's where we were stationed in St. Petersburg. Gotcha. So, literally across the bridge from, you know, like I said, where I used to live. Uh, went to my first NHL game down there, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, mm-hmm. 2020 Stanley Champ- Stanley Cup championship. Um, even though, oddly enough, my main team is Detroit Red Wings. And um, you're a big hockey fan, sense. right? Yes. I am, and you've you've played though, haven't you? I have. I if I I was just thinking, my, I think my phone's in the other room. I'd bring up some pictures, but maybe later for the uh, bonus outtakes. I was about That's to say right. that that we those are that those are the pictures media. we should post to Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Some hockey pictures. Oh yeah, we'll do that. Right. Um, and so St. Pete was the first duty station. A year and a half down there on the ship, made uh, rank rank and rates, which means kind of. Learning on the job, have an actual job rather than just kind of a go go get it type guy where you fill in and do whatever people tell you to do, but you also learn where you might want right. to fill in um, outside of a technical school, which they usually send you to. And, and that's kind of another story in itself, but um, did that and made it back to Detroit, uh, stayed up obviously by myself this time, but helped my aunt take care of my grandmother, who at that time had had three strokes. Mm. And um, she was, but she was still up and kicking and, you know, ruling the roost and (laughs) (laughs) trying to rule her life. Uh, But uh, went there to spend time and did four years there and came down to New Orleans. Finished out there in about two years and this was 2012 when I got out. Gotcha. Uh, so um, you you were in for how long in the service? Eight years. Eight years. So and New Orleans, New thank Orleans, the connection there. I was just gonna quick. say. I was just gonna say thank you for your service. Oh, uh, my my pleasure. Um, you know, I definitely definitely loved it and loved loved the people, loved the the time, um, the the job itself, working with paperwork as a yeoman. Sure. Really, kind of, yeah. <laughs> it had to grow, <laughs> right, say. right, right? It was right. a growing experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's it, it's for people, but also not for some people, including me, <laughs> in that. So, uh, but thank God I was able to, like I said, grow and learn and um, move out into what I really think it had the heart to do, which is firefighting now. But I was going to say with that last, like I said, circuit in adulthood, young adulthood in the Coast Guard followed kind of my my growing up outside of New Orleans. But New Orleans is where my grandfather was from. So I still had distant relatives and family down there. And they are the, and you know, down there it's 
the Catholic Church, Saints, football, and music. Sometimes <laughs> not in that order. <laughs> and um, it was, yeah, it was just, it was it was a, a party and and good and place. I like to visit. <laughs> I like to visit New Orleans. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm not one to really really plant down there. So when I was there, it was good to see the family and things like that and experience that. Uh, but um, yeah, just kind of moved on and. Um, that's the that's the short of it. And like I said, there's there's details in there, you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, did you grow up in the context of the church? Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you sure. came to faith? So I did grow up in church. My uh, I always. Kind of, well, kind of, yeah. Uh, re- reference or think of you know, Paul speaking to in Timothy. You know the the um, faith of your your grandmother and mother. Yeah, and and th- and that's kind of for past several decades, maybe that's kind of the story of many in the b- black church. Uh, uh, you know, obviously, and um, to where your grandmother, your mother were, were taking you to church, keep you in there. Primarily, um, so all that said, grew up w- in in the AME denomination, African Methodist Episcopal. Uh, went to you know Sunday school there and uh, choir. Learned about really just the basics of the faith, mm-hmm. but also you know trying to live it out. And part of that Methodist angle of it or tenet of it is you know an orderly fashion of, of things. Mm-hmm. So there's um, meetings for meetings and, and, and general meetings, conferences for conferences and <laughs> all of that. And, uh, but it, it, like I said, it, it, I didn't fully understand it, but I, I, there's, there's still passion. And you know, it, that's where I got, besides my grandfather being a musician himself, got into and got a love for, for music and, and gospel um, same time, like I said, my aunt was married to a Baptist minister. So when I wasn't in Montgomery in the AME church, I was up in the Baptist, missionary Baptist at that, um, in Detroit. And, uh, once again, music, choir, you know, all that. And, um, so grew up in that and started to come about, about teenage really kind of catch okay if if this is this is real i need to understand it for myself Mm. so at the time there was and i guess the 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 more blunt fashion of that truth was you know if i died tonight where would i be and at the time was a what they call revival Mm -hmm. in in term of having one of the elders of the church um, come through either a bishop or a, or you know just kind of a revivalist, um, and they were doing that at the church, and it was the last night or so of the revival, and I told my grandmother we were driving to church, um, probably like I think it was a Wednesday because the time you know you go to church Sunday, that's one thing, <laughs> you go to church Sunday starting early, early uh, Sunday morning. What time would it start? <laughs> Six or six or seven, <laughs> eight at the latest. You, you hear that, Shades? <laughs> right. Yes. You think ten thirty's hard? <laughs> and this and, this, and and that was that was first service, 
and children were in Sunday school at the time. Uh, um, but they also had adult Sunday school for making that prior to that first service. Then it would go and it finished probably like 11, 12. Then you would have afternoon service or evening service about four, three, four o'clock or so. And that was Sunday. Then Monday, you're back for meetings or, or helping to visit uh, sick and shut in. And then Wednesday's Bible study or, or midweek service. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Thursday's probably only break. Friday, planning, meeting, or revival service. And then Saturday, you know, you're prepping so that you don't have to, and, and mainly my, my grandmother and mom and whatnot, prep food and, and, and family uh, items at the house so that you don't have to do it on Sunday because Sunday is Sabbath rest, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was it was church all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyhow, we were driving there. I was like, Granny, you know, um, I, re- I don't know. I don't know if I'll be saved. I mean, I know the right words. I know the answers. But say, like, well, boy, you better make sure. <laughs> so the the art, altar call was given. And I went down and publicly professed my faith mm. at that time. But like I said, I think the Lord was stirring in me uh, prior to that. About um, how old were you at that time? 12, 13, 12, okay. I think. Yeah. 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 And um, now fast forward a bit, grew up and going from high school out into the, the real world, you see, you know, I kind of recognize either you life will, will, will make you run to God or run from him. Mm. And I was like, I, I need to run to him. So I dived into a uh, uh, Bible college and uh, apologetics and just soaking up, you know, as much as I could history of the faith and, um, uh, and more, more on the, poly- like if it was a pie chart, probably 80% was apologetics type thing mm. because I think I had questions that hadn't sure. been yeah. quite answered yeah outside besides others asking me and and learn to witness i guess better um so that and that was a a key accelerant accelerant point or catalyst point for for my growth i think in the faith and uh since then just been you know walking with the lord as faithfully as possible um thankfully he carries carries me and carries us you know um, and I'll say, as of lo- as of as of late, been diving more into a reformed the reformed tradition of of the uh, of our faith, you know. Mm. So, and that's been a a journey, a good thing, but a journey. Awesome. So, I have a sidebar question with some stuff you mentioned there before we sure. ask you about your family. Sure. Um, you mentioned music. Music, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> musically. Wh- so, what all do you play, and when did you start playing? Well, I play. I started trumpet, and that was very early introduced because, like I said, my grandfather, growing up in New Orleans, he was a jazz trumpeter, and he. Um, did you ever play jazz? Not, not that good. I'll say <laughs> not that well, uh, but just yeah, just a touch. So tr- trumpet um, picked up a little bit of the bass. I can do you know 
tabs and things like that, but also drums and drums is what, um, it's just another, if, if there, if there was a case for God, it'd be the case for giving a miraculous gift of drumming to me <laughs> in my life. Uh, because go, sixth grade going into middle school, you, you, you know, you do electives and I guess I had kind of worked with the, the trumpet a little. My granddad did prior to going into school, but um, there were drums opening. It was, it was open positions for drums, drummers and, and trumpet at the time. And I was like, well, I'll try drumming, but I, I've never done it. I hadn't done it. I know the trumpet. So I went for a after school practice session. Literally, just the snare drum and perididdle, perididdle. And that's it. It was probably an hour. And I was like, eh, nah. Plus, I was the oddly rebellious but not rebellious kid of, I don't want to do what everybody's doing except for those who don't do what everybody's doing. Right, falling right. into that. <laughs> so there were a ton, you know, everybody wanted to play drums, even though it was still just pretty much snare drums at the time. Um, I was like, I'll, you know, I'll go trumpet. Um, so that was my only drum lesson. Fast forward, I think ninth, tenth grade, there was a, um, <laughs> there's, and here's where, it, <laughs> based off of previous Shades episodes, this is where kind of intersects. There's a ska band, and this was the time of, of, of ska kind of waning down out of the mainstream. <laughs> but, um, ska band that, uh, three brothers kind of played dub reggae sublime type style but they wanted to have a horn section and they asked me and along with a few other guys and girls um want to play some music I was like sure um I don't really know anything else but I got my horn and I can dance and I was like let's do it and so we played and um from that I practice probably in between Break you know break time picked up stuff could just kind of hear, and then that band fell through. Well, they let the horn section go. I'll say that <laughs> <laughs> unexpectedly, and we we really didn't know, or at least we're, I didn't. We're know. going in a different direction. <laughs> right, right, right. It's not working out. I didn't. I didn't know that until about like the summer they were starting to do a new album. And and I, I know I'm kind of all over the place here, but um, anyhow, that's when I paired with a friend and from from band in school who played sax, and we both were like, "Well, we should learn something else." So we started guitar class, but I didn't carry it through. So, but he did, and I was like, "Hey, have you heard of ska?" He had not. He grew up on. Um, more Benny Goodman, uh, Glenn Miller, um, if anything, funky Tower Power type stuff. Um, but once I hit him with the sky, he was infected, and he was like, okay, let's do this. So we started another band. And it's that where, through trials of trying to bring in drummers and stuff, I sat down and were like, no. He was, he was singing, lead singing, and uh, playing guitar. And I was writing the, the horn parts and kind of just all we all just playing kind of playing around in that but putting it together and we needed the drummer and 
nobody was really getting it. And I was like, hey, is this the beat you're talking about? Is this kind of, it's not exactly four on the floor, but it's like kind of punk beat, if you will. And I just played it. And he was like, that's it. I didn't even know I could do that. I was like, all right, let's do it. I didn't even know it. Right. And so since then, uh, I've been playing. And uh, I would say it's that's my favorite form of, of playing and, and, and worship is that well, too. I, I asked sure. you about this for two reasons. The first is that one of my favorite early memories at Shades uh, <laughs> we go. may or may not involve <laughs> Victor on Easter playing trumpet and doing a herky over a that's floor right. monitor. I remember it. This is mm. on video. It is. It is on video. It was awesome. I think, you know, at this point in life, what do you have to say for yourself? Right. (laughs) You think you could still make that jump? Just add it to yes. Okay. But barely. (laughs) All right. It's coming back. Just like just like that jump. I think I barely (laughs) barely made it then. But uh, you know, just add it to the the other footage that's got me running around. That's great. The the second reason is because. an episode that we recorded last year was about uh, the CCM world. Yes. And after we recorded that episode, we received scathing, scathing, scathing reviews <laughs> from one particular family <laughs> who was incensed mm. about omissions mm. and things overlooked. Preach, preacher. And, uh, and so I wanted to give you a 30-second chance right here real quick. Because we're gonna have Tanisha on eventually too. Yes, now she but she was the heavy hitter. Oh yes, I know, I know. One. She had yeah. she had many things so, to say, so very, we're looking forward to it. Very critical. <laughs> but really quickly, just give us some of your top formative artists in the CCM world, especially ones that we missed and overlooked Woo. or anything like that, that uh, that you feel need to be mentioned on Shades Midnight. Uh, okay, so I'll try to I'll try to hit it. Um, but in a roundabout way, I didn't. That's that's the, like I said. She was the heavy hitter. She's the more so the one because I didn't. Though I was in the church, I didn't uh, come to Christian sure, music sure. out the gate or, or or CCM that early. So, um, well, you can leave the ones for her that that she wants to. Put. Sure, but you, had, you had a couple of things. maybe it wasn't particular artists, but you definitely <laughs> had a couple of comments. The uh, right, and I'm, now unfortunately I forget the context of the, I, I, I remember the context but i forget the particular points in the podcast put him on the spot right right put him on the spot so um but when i did like i said i played ska and ska is kind of a mix comes from reggae uh jamaica all that derivative of uh of of dance hall music um and the there's been multiple waves in the u.s market and so second wave sky, if you will, is kind of a mix of that, but like a jazz punk rock. So right, right. all of that. And that's so anywho, um, CCM wise for me, really diving into it was or, or the, the anchor point or, or access point we'll call was the OT Supertones, Orange oh, County, yeah. the loud and clear album, which literally that's, that's like the only song I know. Um, strike back. I think it was on like a WoW CD or something. Probably. That's that's kind of how they all got out. Yeah, I the remember time. the first time I listened to the album, and I was just like, I've never 
felt an energy like this before. <laughs> Who was the band <laughs> that put out Scala Like, there's so much energy. Do you remember that one? Um, it was I like don't. A, it was like a the praise supertones was as, as deep as I do. It was like a praise and worship. It uh, Ska yes. album. Yes. Um, I don't remember goodness. who it was. I believe it was a, that may have been a compilation, but so Supertones were were it, and like they you know they rocked it, and um, interest interestingly enough, Mojo Matt Morginsky, the lead singer, was a big obviously hip hop, but Public Enemy fan, and hip hop. That's the hip hop I kind of tuned to as mm-hmm. well. Um, so. Anyhow, I guess that's I digress yeah, on that. The but supertones. the supertones and then the Five Iron Frenzy. Five Iron Frenzy, yeah. 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 Um Silver Shoes, a little bit. Um Scalia was by the Insiders. The Insiders. Spelled with a Y. With a Y. And a Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. Um so those are yeah. So those are uh big bigger acts or the big Scott acts in CCM. I'll say it was it was a it was a sliver, but Sky itself was a sliver in the mainstream <laughs> right. <laughs> sure, sure. circular yeah, secular side there. as well, right? Yeah. Um, so, but bringing in the Sky piece to CCM, yeah, yeah. love I it. I appreciate that. Love it. It was great. Well, now's about the time we normally do something that we like to call the lightning round. Lightning round. That's right. That's what time it is, Victor. It's time for the lightning round. I hear angels. <laughs> All right, here Remind we are. Me. You know here we are. the name and you know the game. We're going to ask you some questions. First thing that pops into your mind, mm. answer as fast as you can. And if you need to explain yourself, you can. All right? All right. All right, we're not gonna I, go. I we're not gonna go those. easy on Victor. No, this is hard no. hitting. Yeah, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump in some too, Brad. I got oh some yeah, questions. we're gonna tag team Thank it. You. Okay. All right, I'll start. Okay. Victor, what was your favorite toy growing up? Favorite toy growing up. Victor didn't play with toys. He just read encyclopedia. <laughs> yes, and, no, that is correct. <laughs> all day. Read Tolstoy and philosophers. Mm, um, Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> May, I mean, outside honestly, outside of video games, probably the next would be Super Soaker. Oh, oh yeah, classic. that's great, classic. That's All right. great. All right, Victor, how do you like your eggs? Scrambled with cheese. Yes. No, me too. Me too. Different yes. sorts of cheese would be good. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I do too, Thank but you. I put ketchup on mine. All right, mm. Victor. I put hot sauce, on sir. Mine. Nice. Yeah. Who? Inspires you? Who inspires me? Who doesn't? <laughs> I could I could probably name some people. We can put a list together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess it's your yeah. I mean, you can be inspired for the positive or negative, but yep. always, always inspiring. Um, whew, uh, just I I like different formats. I guess movie wise. I, I love good action movie and um, a la certain very prestigious pastor was talking about kind of the hero arc this this past week in the sermon and uh, uh, I think his name was Brown Brad Brown maybe I hate that maybe guy maybe Bradford <laughs> not sure 
Um, well, he so inspires wait, Victor. Yes. Wait, do you have a favorite action movie star? Like is there a go? Star. Is there a go-to where mm. you're like, I just, I just love to watch Bruce this. Lee. Oh, oh yeah, that's nice. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Bruce Lee. Uh, if it had to be of all time, but then you know the '80s to the late '90s action star, Rambo, Schwarzenegger, yeah. all Stallone, yeah, all Die that. Hard, yes. Bruce Willis, yeah, mm. all of that. Well, in that vein, do you have a favorite TV show? Ever, ever TV show? Yes, I do. I'm trying to. We're a top TV show. It's, it's a favorite's the, hard. They are, but um, goodness, I would say kind of what I'm looking at now, but I'm not really watching anything now. Uh, well, I'm going back and watching Blue Bloods. Uh, mm-hmm. the, it's not my favorite. The Wire was good, but not my favorite. Oh yeah. Um, goodness, I'm trying to think. Lightning round. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Let's see. It's hard. Yeah. It's um, hard. You don't know until you're in the lightning seat. And it's, as we, it's so as hot. We, as we always call it. You don't it. know until you're in the storm. Until <laughs> <laughs> you're in the middle of the That's storm. Right. You don't understand the lightning. Uh, so. Uh, right, you said with the wire. I feel like it's a great answer. <laughs> it, right? It is, but that's that's not true to me. I'll say that. <laughs> it was a lie. not true to me. <laughs> <laughs> so. We okay, may have to, we may have want to come you back. To right, come back. Your truth. All right, Jane, right. what you got? All right. I may have missed this because I was taking Moses outside because Ashley picked him up. But Just being a dad. Did you? That's yeah. Right. Um, favorite ska band? Yes, Supertones. Supertones. Oh, which yeah. Honestly, it it was a fight between them and Real Big Fish, which is my first taste of the the drug, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, but you know, Supertones bring the theology. So yeah. They 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 they, they went out. Went right out. on. All All right. If you were about to be executed by the state, yes. what would be your last meal? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dark. Let me be a Bonhoeffer. <laughs> if I must. Uh, the, last real, meal. the real point of the question was what would be your last meal? I kind of oh, added okay. the first part <laughs> <Okay>. ad lib. <laughs> so. Dang it. I thought if we could you were about to face the guillotine. Just, when, I, when I saw last You're meal, walking up the gallows. When I saw the last meal, the firing squad is taking <laughs> position. <laughs> what is your last right. thought? Yeah, last meal. What would it be? Mm, last meal. I would have to have some type of pasta. Lasagna is my favorite. But yeah. uh, wow. I love a good lasagna. I, I, I would say I haven't had it in a minute. So like the Olive Garden braised beef tortellini. Something of that nature. Maybe with some Italian sticks and salad. Is Italian food your favorite type of food? It is. Mm, It is. I have no qualms with the Italian food, but Victor, I'm going to have to take you to some Italian (laughs) restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) If we're going Olive Garden, I'm going to have to take you to some place. Jonathan, Jonathan, you get free breadsticks and salad with it. I understand. It's It's, 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 it's it's unlimited. It's unlimited for $7.99. Bottomless. did you ever go in? But I feel what I feel like just happened was I feel like we just saw Michael but Scott go. This is listen, my favorite pizza place in New listen, York. While he stands in front of Sabaro, it's, it's strategic. <laughs> it's strategic on Victor's yes. end because he could just keep the meal going with the bottomless salad and breadsticks and extend the time before he got executed. Man, you see what I'm saying? As long as you so can eat. I will co-sign to that. I do I, I do, lo- I do that, love though. those breadsticks. Yeah. Man, maybe oh, we should go I to mean, Olive Garden. who doesn't? Should we go to Olive Garden after this? Yeah, we should. Okay. That's it. I quit. Um, Are they open right now? But I will quit. say, last part, last of it, I have oh, to yeah. have cheesecake. Mm, cheesecake. Uh, yeah, with a certain topping? Mm. 
Uh, I can take it back. Bl- blueberry, blueberry. Yep, yep, yep. But I can take it plain. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. I love cheesecake. I don't. Pepper All right. I just get it plain. Pigeon Victor. It, yes. If there, if there was an animated character that could mm. play you <laughs> in a documentary about your life, who would it be? Could be anybody. Character. Play me. Could be anybody. Wow. Animated character to play me. Don't worry, John Marco cut uh, out his five minutes of silence. Right. Or or it could be a real person. That's true. Let's let's broaden it. And it's a documentary about my life? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Could be anybody. Wow. I said animated, but we'll just go with anybody. Yeah. I don't know. Like a famous actor. I I just don't. I don't think anybody would take that script. That's the thing. <laughs> that's that's, that's it my turn it down. Yeah, it's just not not high flying enough. So yeah, but uh, I'll, I'll just throw some random out there. Let's say Wolverine. Ooh, <laughs> that could be cool. <laughs> yes, from the nineties. Uh, from the nineties. Oh from yeah. The, from the, the only. only. Yes. <laughs> Victor and I just there? planned that. <laughs> All right, Victor, this will be my last one, then I'll throw it to JM and yeah, he can close more. it out. Okay. Um, have you ever been slapped in the face? <laughs> yes. Multiple that was times. so quick. <laughs> he said multiple times. Why are we talking about anything else? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. I'm not I'm not gonna make you explain yourself. Right. This is a speed round. All right, JM. All right. Score right. prediction. Packers versus Buccaneers Woo. this weekend. Wow. What's the score? All right. Let me. How's it go down? Let me filter through my my brain, the conversation. This and I, I will say, Bucks winning. Twenty. I mean, he has to say that he's wearing a Bucks hat. Yeah. Twenty-eight to twenty. Okay. It could be wow. close. Twenty-eight wow. twenty. Yeah. Well, now I have saying? an alternative, but like I said, short for time. What I, are you I saying, Jam? Well, so, uh, Ashley's family. Is from Wisconsin. She grew up. She spent most of her life in Wisconsin. So Wisconsin. because because we, I don't really have an NFL team. I'm, I've never really been a Falcons fan. I've never really mm. been a Saints fan or a Titans. Those are always kind of the ones yep. around here. Yep, yep. So I'm kind of a default Packers fan. And so I'm I'm gonna mm. say a cheesehead. I'm a cheesehead. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers pull pull out a close one at home. Thirty wow. thirty one to twenty seven. 31 right. to 27. All right. Well, you've you hear heard that it here first. But it's going to be that? a but it's going to be classic though. Get, get your it's, numbers in. It's Brady and tickets. Rodgers, man. It's like yeah. oh, I'm so excited about yeah, that yeah. game. All right, they're going to be on fire. My bad, my bad. I'm, I'm going to break the rules real quick. Either they're going to be on fire or defenses are going to step up. Just That's like true. just like cuz wow. defense saved the Saints. Or yeah. Save save the Bucks in this Saints game, I think. Outside yeah. Outside a little bit of mishaps. But how did this become right. an yeah. episode? Okay, because how many, episode because again. The Saints again. had what, like four turnovers in that game? Yes. They, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. We're done with sports talk. <laughs> all right, that's it. Except I do want to see Brady do it. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Turn yeah. it off, y'all. All right, that's the end of my that's lightning not round. That's what you said right. a few years ago all when right. we played the Falcons. You, all um, right. <laughs> Flag on the play. All right. All right, we've, only, we've, we've only got two questions left for you, Victor. Really, we are uh, not yes. lightning round. We're done with that. Yeah, no, you no, survived. No, no, no. Yeah. You did a great job. Thank Fantastic you. job. All right, on the life. So raft. the first one's just about your family. Sure. Just tell us a little bit about because obviously it's not just you. It's not. Um, we uh, kind of like your your better half. Oh uh, yeah. 
Tanisha a lot. And then you got a little one running around, Ooh. Ezra. She so. is. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> Not just running. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So. so my beautiful bride of eight years, uh, Tanisha. Which How'd y'all meet? Our first name. So going back a bit, she, we both come from Montgomery. Okay. However, she is a transplant. Her father was an Air Force veteran. Um, shout out to Mr. Brown. And um, they came in, I think, about junior year of high school, maybe a little earlier. Actually, it was earlier, but we met around junior year. And <laughs> I was actually dating her best friend what? at the time. And, and uh, you know, in church circles, we kept it a group, uh, not project, but group events. Mm-hmm. And she would be with us and around. And um, eventually going into the service, that relationship broke down. And uh, between me and her best friend. But her and I stayed friends. And I just saw her. It's like a sister in the Lord while she was going through to uh, University of Alabama for her undergrad. And like I said, I was traveling with the military. Um, and then 2011-ish, yeah, uh, I was like, you know what? I need to grow up a little more. So I'm going to start looking for a wife. And um just made a decision one day. It's like, it's like, it's 2011. I it's, need to look for a wife it now. It's time. <laughs> it <is> now. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> the quickening. Um, <laughs> somebody will get that. Um, so, uh, you know, I asked her, like, hey, let's, you know, start dating. On to marriage. And she's like, Tanisha, no. I'm looking for a wife. You're a woman. <laughs> you're single. You're, you're my friend. <laughs> Hit, You're hit, female. You you hit all the <laughs> hit all the qualifications. That's right. So um, yeah, and she eventually said no twice, and then I yes. can't imagine why after that romantic proposal yes. we all just dreamed up. Yes, <laughs> I mean, hey, her loss if not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so came out of the service and um, got married. That. November 2012, awesome. back in Montgomery. And then she was up in Virginia at the time, Blacksburg, uh, doing her grad work. And uh, I moved up there after we, after we got married. So, And then when y'all moved to Birmingham in? Shortly before or after you came in, I think. So 2000. So y'all Thir- got married 13. November of 12. So 2013, I think. It's so crazy to me that y'all had been married that short of a mm-hmm. time when I first met you. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. So, yeah. So, how'd you end up at Shades? Well, we, uh, we, we <laughs> by the grace of God, and we planned, like, okay, we're going, we're going back home or near home, and the purpose was... Uh, she was looking for an internship, and the purpose was we're going to grow our family, so we'd like to be near home for help, but not too close, and, and you know, that whole thing. And uh, she, UAB called her, said, we'll take you if you'll have us, and so that's where we came. 
and plant it. Me personally, I would love to stay in Blacksburg. If you've ever been there, Blue Ridge Mountain area, it's beautiful. Mm. And, uh, so, um, and I was kind of tired of in the military moving from cities to city. Um, I was ready for a little land and all. But we came down, and um, before we came, though, we said, all right, what are we going to do to to bond and grow and you know live well for the Lord? We need to find a church home, among other things. And we literally listed out what we both wanted to see or find in a church. Just from what I know of you and Tanisha, I imagine that was the exact same list. Because y'all are like, you know, exactly the same. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You, you you tease around the edges, sir. Um, <laughs> I might have to save the, the deep dive episode for, for Shades Premium. Yeah. Um, that's a Patreon. That's, right. that's for only Patreon subscribers. That's right. So uh, Just kidding. But, you know, the word, uh, good fellowship, witness slash evangelism type or community community engagement um and and you know things of that nature and we wrote them out and came down she being the better planner or the planner made the list of <laughs> churches to visit and we visited other ones and visit shades i think the second or third time it was after you saw our our, our tv ad <laughs> that's a joke we don't have a tv ad victor <laughs> No, I was wondering how'd y'all how'd y'all hear about shades? Sure, we. Um, <laughs> so I just I just left it. Just left it naked. Yeah. Had to let it live on its own or die. Yeah. No, uh, we. How did we? I think it was on, on the internet. Yeah, it must have come up in the search or so. Gotcha. The, you know the the Googles, and um, she had on list, and we yeah came to visit. And I think part of the attraction too, which I I said. I came was that it was a skating rink at one time. That's right. And so when I walked in, it was bittersweet. I was like, okay, nice, good church, something for the Lord, but they destroyed a perfectly <laughs> holy ice skating uh, opportunity. There could have here. been so much <laughs> hockey here. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so yeah, we visited, went to another one, like, ah, oh, it didn't quite fit, and then just came back. Um, and about a year into a year that we'd been here, we were moving, pa- unpacking stuff. We found that list, and Shades hit each one of those little qualifications or awesome. marks we were looking for. So it was really of the Lord and of, uh, um, you know, by His Spirit. And um, yeah, and you know, we, we've grown here, and I guess uh, said a little. So we have, yes, we have Ezra Joy. Um, also, princess of the world <laughs> in her <laughs> in her, her her world, and uh, she is she's great. And um, you know, part of our story is in, in being real. How we are at Shades is we had a we had a struggle, and we knew we would have some some struggle getting pregnant and having children. Um, but uh, by God's grace, we did have our son in. So is it 2018, 2016? Yeah, because just before that, I, got, I made the fire department. And Xavier, um, but he came too early, you know, and passed at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, but the Lord, and, and that's that, that's definitely, uh, if nothing else, that was the reason I know God planted us here at Shades. Because, I, I, you know, 
you all just walked with us through that like no no other uh faith family i mean that hadn't happened in our lives before mm-hmm. but at the same time the churches been to great churches you know plugged into during my time of travel and service and and Tanisha's uh college and young adult time but um just it was it was the place for the right time you know and the people and um yeah we we just grew and 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 like once again another miracle of the lord Ezra came about um early herself but just enough spunk to fight through one pound nine ounces and almost four to five months at the uh NICU shout out to UAB women's Mm. health and um Mm. and and all all those people and um yeah and now she's just like I said trying to run the world (laughs) and we're doing the best we can to just hang on (laughs) and she's she was born in 2018 so she's uh to she'll be three when April 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 twenty fifth yeah because Tanisha's twenty eighth so I'm that, in trouble that's so crazy <laughs> that it's already been like almost three years though mm. that's oh but she is she's she's awesome yes uh yes. And, and so it's I always love every now and then uh through Marco Polo uh we'll <laughs> we'll communicate mm-hmm. and uh, and I'll get to see like videos of her in her natural environment at home. And because when she's when she's anytime I'm around her, she'll act a little shy sometimes. Yes. Um, but at home, I get to see uh, that full personality Just come through. Yep. Yeah, man. <laughs> she's she's a live full, wire. Full I love throttle. it. I love it. So, um, yeah. Well, kind of my uh, last question. I know we need to wrap up and respect your time, but uh, but my last question um, was you mentioned firefighting mm-hmm. and that's kind of vocationally where you've, you've ended up. And so just wanted to hear you talk for just a second about kind of why you landed there uh, as a firefighter. And, and maybe you can even talk about how your faith plays into sure. um, to your vocational, uh, your vocation. Sure. Um, in short, I mean, all, all of my vocations and jobs uh, have been service oriented and I think that's just how I say I've learned that's how the Lord has made me and uh, just kind of like the gift of encouragement and um, I worked that out in particular like service jobs so military um, I did even before that I was in skating rink as a they call it the skate boy but the, the guy, the person that's behind the counter handing out the skates. Right, um, right. Uh, so, um, and, and I joined that, and then it pretty much parallels with firefighting to m- mirror, you know, um, for the Coast Guard. They, we peace and wartime, and we train to save lives primarily. Mm-hmm. All the other branches will train to take lives um, offensively, primarily, mm-hmm. which is necessary, um, but... Uh, that matched the faith. You know, Christ came to seek and save the lost. Um, and so that uh, that's just kind of where where I've, I've, I've been. Now, firefighting in, in itself, it just, I guess, captured me, or if you want to use uh, twilight language, it imprinted on me when I was <laughs> walking with my grandmother, a great-grandmother at the time, um, in Montgomery and the neighborhood fire department fire fire station 
was near our church um, and our, our house, and I just saw that big red truck and went through it, and ever since then, it was just always on my heart. And um, like I said, once I started making the transition into civilian life, people were saying, okay, helping me to focus. Like, what is it you want to do? If nothing else mattered, you know, what not tomorrow? If you could just do it, what was And the first thing was, like, firefighting. And um, by God's grace, 2012, I started to pursue a little while while I was in Virginia. Started to pursue that track, um, and it started in EMS, and um, eventually made made it onto uh, with the fire department in Jefferson County system, and um, in 2016, and then early last year I finished out my paramedic program. So yeah, currently fire fire medic, and that's just to just to serve to serve and have that what you know, talk with or read any special forces type thing and, and really even military life. It's like hours and hours of boredom for just one to five minutes of chaos or crazy excitement. And, um, that's, 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 that's what it is. And, uh, I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. And we're, we're thankful, uh, as as citizens of Jefferson <laughs> County, we, we are, <laughs> right? We, we are right. thankful, and um, I just don't know. I see. I'd, I'd say that you know, because I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the uh, the, the promotion uh, protocol is here. Who's who's paying for this? Who who's paying my my visit right now with the the, the commercial labels and all of that? Oh yeah, we have we have lots of commercials, lots of sponsors, okay. tons right. of yeah, sponsors. Just yeah, throw yeah, out hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, for sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But no, nah, man, that's uh, that's that's awesome, and we we do we thank you for your time and just for coming in and spending some time joking around and talking well, thank you. about you, and I guess also talking about sports. Yeah, it's good sports, <laughs> Victor. This just popped into my head as we sign off. How long can you hold your breath underwater? Hmm, <laughs> Coast Guard man. Oh, I was like, right. what? What? Right, that is a feat. Um. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. Well, that's, that's what I expected. Naturally, that's what I expected. Yes. All right. Thank you, sir. Well, you heard it here. Um, this has been another episode of Shades Midweek. Thanks for listening, Victor. 